Well, hello, friends. Thanks for being here today for the Novena of Surrender Day 8. It is the eighth day in a row that I have made sure to get on here live for doing this prayer time. And it is definitely an interesting dynamic to think about setting a time and being there for social media or something like this. So I'm not sure I'll do an every day for a certain number of days thing exactly like this again, but maybe we'll see what God decides. Probably definitely not in December. Uh, but I'm glad that this was put on my heart. I'm glad I've been doing it. I have enjoyed seeing the people who've attended live and praying for those who haven't. Hopefully it's making a difference for you to get on here and listen to this prayer and think about how Jesus takes care of everything. I'm gonna go ahead and light our candle today. Sam said he got me a new lighter, but I don't think this is it. There it is. Okay, I'm going to light the candle. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for joining us today. Be with each of us as we listen to the words of Father Domingo Ruotolo and listen. Okay, so some reflections from yesterday. I really only had one reflection, but it kind of ended up melding in, and I'm curious if it feels like maybe one of those beautiful miracles that unfolds over time or sometimes it starts in a place that you have no idea why a door shuts or a big no happens in your life, but over time you can see the beautiful unfolding of the masterpiece God's creating in your life. So I was talking with a teacher at work yesterday and she mentioned she's putting together this really beautiful family event for the families in our school where they're going to put a movie on in one of our local theaters and she said how awesome would it be to provide popcorn for everybody who attends and she needed like donations for that and i said well let me talk with this business i know uh, til construction that's my husband's business let's i want i'm i think he might be able to contribute and so I called him up and he was able to like eagerly say yes I can um, give a donation to that event that cause which matches I think the heart of our business our lives especially when we think about adverse childhood experiences being offset by positive childhood experiences and so the more that we as families and schools can provide our children, especially post-pandemic, with opportunities for fun and connection and community, the, the more that they'll be able to thrive and make it through adversity as it arrives in their lives. So it was really fun to tell this teacher, yeah, I found a donation for this event to add this sweet element of families receiving some popcorn while they enjoy the movie at this downtown theater, super fun. And then Sam and I had a date night last night and we were talking about how fun it was. And this teacher, she's like, this is a God thing. And it was super fun to think about, hey, it's the miracle day. And 
in this opportunity. She just was talking to me and there was a resource that we were able to offer. And then Sam and I were talking at our date and reflecting about how it was almost two years ago that we went through a huge change in his job about two years ago. And it was hard. It was a hard change. And we didn't know what God was doing, but we can see two years later, the fruit, the unfolding of beauty that he is in running his own business and it being a trauma informed business, the way he practices business, the way he treats people, everything lines up with who he is as a person and his belief system. And it's really beautiful to get to watch him and watch how God continues to open those doors needed for his business to thrive. And he's getting to serve and love some incredible nonprofits in our community through his work. He's getting connected to different people that work and serve in our community. And it's just been really incredible to watch Sam also become the businessman he was created to be. So that's pretty cool. So that was a fun thing to think about. The other thing that came up for me this morning, and I just want to make sure I, in humility, name this. My post or my talk yesterday, I talked about a young man that I got to play cards with and he had this awesome win and it was really cool. I also said something when I was talking about that he maybe didn't have that many interactions with caring adults during that day. And I just want to take that phrase back. There are so many caring adults at the school I work in. He most likely had many encounters with caring adults throughout that day. In fact, one of those adults was the one who suggested, hey, maybe he go with me. So I just wanna make sure that I honor the adults in the building I work with, that they are doing so many things that are so good and kind for children and that I am lucky to get to be one of those adults that gets to walk alongside. And the story, the power behind this child getting to have this win is still valid. I don't have to be this one caring adult. In fact, that win was super fun because we got to go back into the office and share it with some of those adults he had been around earlier in the day. So I just want in humility to name that I am not the only caring adult that kids encounter that's ridiculous and also god does cool things when we all work together and wrap around other people so with that we're heading into day eight i looked around my journals for day eight over the last year and this was mother's day uh, may 8th was mother's day and the particular prayer today talks about resting in jesus letting him be the one we rest in. And that day uh, we had moved this week on that weekend and we still were able to find ways to rest. And I remember telling my family all I wanted for Mother's Day was to have moved into our new house. So because we actually moved on Friday, Mother's Day itself still was this special day of rest. It was filled with connection with my kids. I, was, I went on a hike, I took a nap. And so it was fun to read that journal entry and remember that. Um, my friend Lindsay's on here and I have a note from June 8th about soccer with her. So I am curious. She, 
I think there's a miracle story from from her life. She ended up getting injured in our soccer season, and she thought she was going to have to have major surgery. And when she went in for the surgery, God, or the surgeon said, this is all repaired. Your knee is repaired, like it healed, which could only be God. And so that is such a cool story uh, that came out of this year. Um, I'm sure if you heard her tell it, which hopefully she'll be a guest on the podcast in season two, so you will get to hear her tell that story. And you'll be excited about hearing that too. Um, I think the other, the big theme I saw on day eight as I went through was just my continued search for my next steps. And I did notice a shift from my role is to always be doing something for God in this essence of like, I have to have a job or a task where I'm producing for God. And there was something between October and November where there was a reality check that maybe being present for my children in the next phase of life is the do for God, I guess, taking place of that. So it's not always about that I had to have some kind of output that other people can see visually outside of my family. I, I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly, but I had writ, uh, written down that if I change jobs, it's not some big call into a particular role like writing and speaking, but my family and is maybe that bigger call and that this podcast, this speaking, this writing is actually a gift from God so that I have something to do when my girls are at school and thriving that I can still share how God has moved and changed in my life and testify so that others can learn to trust God with their stories. That's a wonderful gift that God's given me that I can embrace that I have something to do, but I don't have to I don't have to strive or think that if I'm not getting speaking gigs and I don't know that I want to be gone every night or weekend or month to do something like that, but that I can work from home and create out of my house and still be present for my kids. So that was, that was something I've seen shifting over the last, especially the last two months. So that's pretty cool. I wanted to read to start our prayer time from Deuteronomy 31.8. This is from August when I noticed, or when I had highlighted this, I, and I wrote in here that I was thinking about my sermon and thinking about um, my friend Sarah. It's in my Bible. And the first time I did give a sermon at church, I had a person reach out to me with this exact message. So that would have been in September of 2021. Yeah, September of 2021 with this exact phrasing because I had a lot of fear that was welling up before I actually went and gave my first message. So this is a special verse for me in that too. And the Lord... He is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed.
Deuteronomy 31.8. God goes before you. So with that, we're going to read the prayer of surrender. Uh, this t- In the beginning, it's Jesus talking to your soul. And then we'll read the refrain 10 times while we do that. Think about what comes to your heart and mind and lift that up to Jesus in surrender. Okay. Close your eyes and let yourself be carried away on the flowing current of my grace. Close your eyes and do not think of the present, turning your thoughts away from the future, just as you would temptation. Repose or be at rest in me believing in my goodness. And I promise you by my love that if you say, you take care of it, I will take care of it all. I will console you, liberate you, and guide you. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Amen. Okay. So a few things that I had come to mind during that time. Uh, was my friend Sarah, who's not here today, and another friend Sarah, so two different friends Sarah, who Sam and I um, have been just thinking about a lot. And I also was thinking about how I have spiritual direction today and just curious, like just lifting that up to God that I'm excited to see what gets revealed and, and how God talks through that today. And that was kind. those were kind of the big ones that came up for me. My kids always do in that time, like, both of my children's names always like rise up. So I know that God continues to say, you can surrender your children to me because I care for them beyond how you could ever care for anyone, which is crazy, right? Because we care for our children like so, so deeply, but God cares for them even more. And that's true for you too. God cares for you even more. Oh, Maybe that's that thing we need to sit in today, that God cares for you even more. So 
I hope you hear that and receive it. And thank you for being here. May awesome things happen for you today. In Jesus' name, see you for day nine, final day, tomorrow. Bye, friends.